What's up, guys? Today on the Dubspot Partner Podcast, we had a chat with John Pittam. John is the MD over there in Carmen Digital, uh, a UK-based consultancy that work with HubSpot. Um, they're award-winning. They're diamond-level partners. They've been uh, they've been partners for with us for about four years. We had a great chat about all things inbound, all things CRM, and really working with customers to get the most out of the HubSpot platform. Um, I think you can really feel the enthusiasm that John has about his uh, about his customers and about HubSpot generally. So, if you're interested in growth consultancies, if you're interested in lead generation, if you're interested in making sure that you get the most out of a, a software that you're putting in place, I think this is a great one for you guys. Okay, so I'm going to kick it over to myself and John. Welcome to the DubSpot Partner Podcast, where we chat to HubSpot partners about how they deliver outstanding value to their customers in an evolving technology landscape. And now live from HubSpot EMEA HQ in Dublin, here's your host, Luke Curry. Welcome to another episode of the Dubspot Partner Podcast. I'm here with my guest, John Pittam. How are you doing, John? I'm very well, thank you, Luke. Yourself? I'm fantastic. I'm delighted to have you guys on the on the podcast here. I've been having a look at your website kind of all morning and I'm trying to get an understanding about, about how you guys do business. Uh, the business is Carmen Digital. Um, and where are you guys based? You're in the UK, but whereabouts in the UK? Uh, so we've got offices in Macclesfield in Cheshire, South Manchester. Nice. Okay, yeah. so beside the... Peak District. Is that, am I making that exactly up? Exactly right. Cheshire Plains on one side, Peak District on the other. Wow. You know, it doesn't get much better. What a spot. Okay, perfect. Um, so, you know, what I like to do is when I start off these interviews, I'd like to have a chat about, about the business. Like, how do you kind of position your business? How would you describe uh, Carmen Digital? I, I guess that's pretty easy. We've just gone through a sort of brand program. And, and our key line is that we help leadership teams unleash the power of digital. That, that is what we do. That's what we stand for, you know, and we help them. We create impact by doing that. And, and when you're when you guys are interacting with with customers and, and to kind of drive that that change, is it are you guys working with customers that are, I guess, would you say kind of in the more traditional industries where this kind of digital transformation is still something that they're getting their head around and you're kind of coming at that at, at a, as a holistic view of what, what they should do? Or uh, do you kind of start with the marketing, start with the branding, and then kind of try to infiltrate further? What's the, the process there usually? I guess I, I guess it's, it's really quite varied, but we're seeing more and more where, although you'd think the business is digital, so I'm thinking about two case studies recently where they're both sort of UKY.coms that are selling online stuff, okay? Um, and so you'd think it's really clean, great CX, all the rest of it, uh, but actually it isn't. There's a lot of peddling behind the scenes, you know, it's the duck, you know, flapping under the water, et cetera. Um, and I guess where we come in is they're saying, look, we know digital can help us. Um, we just don't know where to start. Our business is quite complex. We're really successful. Um, but actually, we know we can get better. How can you help us? So, so that for us tends to be an entry point, um, and that can be you know dot coms um, that are e-commerce engines. Um, equally, we do get you know the manufacturing business B two B that maybe are you know a little bit legacy in terms of their tech stack, and they're just wanting to move with the times. They know they need to move with the times, and therefore they're looking for a partner to help them do that. It's such an interesting space now because I think a few years ago, the the kind of digital transformation or whatever you want to call it, digital journey was something that was kind of a nice to have. After COVID, things really changed and people are saying, okay, I need to be 
completely uh, digital ready, which is you know an interesting space to be in. Um, when I had a look at the website, it is super engaging. I think I'd like to comment on how uh, how nice the website is. I feel like if that's going to be something that you guys are be selling as well, is, is it kind of CMS and website building? Is that a part of your business or is that? Yeah, it is very much so. And our guys love the HubSpot CMS. You know, these guys are, well, we've got three developers, two historically come from a WordPress background. And up until three or four years ago, they were just building 99% of sites on WordPress, a few others dotted around as well. Um, but really, we're now switched that right round and, and predominantly HubSpot CMS, and they love it. So so our site is HubSpot CMS. We, we actually took ourselves through the journey for a new website that we'd take any client through, you know, the discovery and design development etc so yeah I'm, I'm thanks for the feedback i like that <laughs> that's great and i think the the hubspot cms like to from a, a salesperson point of view within within hubspot a lot of the times we are it's great because it's it's another thing that we can kind of put into a package to make, kind of sweeten the deal for people but i think a lot of the times we undervalue the impact that can it can have on businesses as well and i think it's there's still a lot of room to grow there there's going to have to be an ecosystem of people like the guys working at carmen who have the skills and stuff like that out there right now i mean if you went um you know online to f find wordpress developers you'd find a lot of them you know uh, but hubspot cms is still kind of uh, a niche um uh, a niche skill um so if you guys can develop that you'd be the kind of market leader there i think there's a huge opportunity yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, our guys are, are all over, you know, smart content, HubDB, membership. We've been doing some really clever stuff. Um, and, and, you know, there isn't anything, well, I say there isn't anything our guys don't know about CMS. It's uh, it's a great platform for them. Absolutely. Um, one of the things I noticed that when I do these interviews as well, I kind of scour the, the website to kind of figure out little kind of interesting tidbits to kind of dig into. And one of the one of the case studies on there that I really that I really liked from a personal point of view because I used to sell HubSpot to people who said that inbound marketing and uh, all that type of stuff wasn't for their industry. They'd say that this sounds great, Luke, but you know we're selling industrial lasers here. Um, yeah. No one's going to read about this. And I'm like, guys, trust me, we're going to do this. Um, and there's one one case study on your uh, website called Indina uh, or Adina. Adina. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're a power plant a power plant supplier. And uh, you guys are you're helping them kind of generate leads. How the hell does that work for that type of business? No, oh, so so yeah, I mean, great business. That they're, they're relatively local to us, but they'll 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 put power plants into hospitals. You, you know, they're the ones if the you know if electricity goes down, their power plants click kick in and all the rest of it. But you you know, it's we're doing inbound, we're doing SEO with those guys, we're doing paid media. You, you know, there is a there is a market for their product, and like any other you know product it's identifying the audience it's understanding the audience's challenges and pains and where the opportunities lie and then choosing the right channels to attract that audience so you know it's no different to selling widgets you know they're selling power plants so yeah it's uh, it's a great case study i love those types of ones i that that wasn't a, a fake company i made up about the industrial lasers i actually did that as we sold uh uh, HubSpot marketing enterprise package to I think they were in Germany Germany or Denmark I can't really remember um, and that was that it took us months and months to convince them to say this there's a market here you guys sell all over the world you need to be you know trying to like they, they were in a business where they didn't generate any leads ever they went to yeah. conferences they did networking but how many it's only so many hands you can shake and meet people that way especially these days that's yeah. 
you know, yeah. it's, it's not an option. 100%. You know? um, so really and I think now, yeah, sorry, jumping in, you know, digital is you find, you can find those audiences, you, you know, that the, the world has become so small, you can just find and target those audiences and HubSpot and the tool set just allows you to be super relevant, which is great. Absolutely. I noticed you guys also have a podcast as well about all things digital. I was kind of digging into that. I kind of, I didn't get too deep into it, but I, I like the, you know, the, I like, you know what, I've been doing podcasts for years now and I like an esoteric uh, podcast as well. If I find you know, some of the, some of the titles were like uh, API uh, for HubSpot stuff, you know, that's really going to talk to a specific uh, cohort of people, but they might be the people that will be you know, involved in a buying decision uh, at one of your customers, you know? Do you know, funnily enough, we are um, a PodSpot, uh, PodSpot is the name of the the, uh, the podcast. It's really working for us and it's all around HubSpot. Um, so it's great. And and we've just picked up a client, you know, talking about content marketing, we just picked up a client who do ground remediation. So they, they make, um, I guess, polluted soil, um, non-polluted, you know, really wow. niche. But we're talking to them about creating a podcast and then running a podcast because actually I think they're super helpful just helping the audience, which is what we're aiming to do. Absolutely. Like, I, like I, I've had uh, another podcast for a couple of years that's completely outside of the, the HubSpot kind of realm. Um, and the, 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 the type of, like somebody you just log on there and you'll talk to, you'll have feedback from people in uh, Argentina that have been, you know, diehard listeners for years and you're like this is the most bizarre thing in the world but those people have listened to you talk about whatever the subject is like you said like uh you know cleaning soil <laughs> or whatever yeah, like those yeah. guys are doing they're into that and they're going to listen to you for you know 50 hours worth of uh content or whatever you put out there um it's just an amazing thing when they talk to you they actually like they they can't believe they're talking to the people that they've heard for that long that that they're oh, a real person yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. it's uh, strange isn't it because when they do connect with you and we've had a couple of leads from the from the the uh podcast is it almost feels like they've already got a relationship with you so, yeah. so it's kind of a bit odd the way you know it's been one way but actually it's a great kickoff point yeah i know yeah i think it's really interesting and that's you know what that kind of followed on from our the reason why i'm putting these podcasts together is because i want people to listen to us speak about your business carmen digital um if something kind of uh, sparks their imagination or anything like that, they can follow up with you guys, listen to your podcast, get to know you guys better and, you know, maybe work with you guys in the future. So it's all come full circle here. Um, so one thing I'd like to cover on the podcast as well is Carmen Digital, like what type of projects do you like doing? Do you know, I know, I know we're, you've got to be flexible and you've got to <laughs> you do projects as they come in, but what, what do you like doing? What type of project are your kind of favorite? I, you know, uh, and I saw the question, that question come up on the list beforehand, and it's a really difficult one to answer because um, we like lots of different projects. Um, we are we are technically pretty good. So, so we like projects that might have a challenging technical element to them, either within, within HubSpot itself. So, so, you know, complex workflows or whatever that might be, or something that's going to need some kind of integration work, API, or even microservice, you know, build out using low-code, no-code tools, some kind of microservice that bolts into HubSpot. So we really like a little bit of complexity. Um, we've got two certified trainers. So we really like deployments where, you know, we're having to train people. So we've yeah. got a program of, you know, it might be 50 salespeople or whatever it might be that we deliver training programs. We, we like that. We like hands-on. I think we're really good with project management. So the more complex or the larger opportunities tend to that they all require project management, but that sort of depth of helping the change management piece alongside project management is really exciting to us. So, so we like 
possibly slightly more complex. You, you know, uh, current onboarding that we're doing at the moment, you know, it's a global sales force. So we're having to, inter- you, you know, work work with those teams across the globe. That sort of thing is where we uh, where we really like to play, I guess. And I love the the idea of, of the training element, making sure that people are getting the most out of the product. Because when you're when you're on this side of the, the Zoom call and you're a salesperson in HubSpot like I was for for years and worked in partner management um, and all that that type of stuff sometimes like i would like to say that you know i've i I do care about the uh the outcomes of the customers i want them to be customers for hubspot for a long time you know um but as a salesperson there is a little bit of a limitation on on what happens after the sale for me i go on to my next month my next quarter and that's what my kind of focus is um and sometimes i would i was a big advocate of working with partners always um because it's almost like a little bit like like you're almost outsourcing the stress of making sure that this works well uh, or spreading that stress around. <laughs> For want of yeah. Stress is maybe the wrong word. Excitement about making this work, you know? Um, yeah. And I, I used to say like, you know, so we've I've done very uh, kind of complex uh, deals where there'd be lots of different bits and pieces of software and like say a hundred users and they're integrating all different types of um, uh, services in one. Um, and then it would be the project to me from a salesperson point of view internally in a in a software vendor. I, I, it would be daunting for me when we signed the thing and said, geez, I don't know, I, you guys better get to work on this. And then when you check in a few months later and everything's going swimmingly um, for the most part, um, it really is like a weight off the shoulders of, of people in HubSpot. So that's, that's why I think uh, using partners is great. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and and one of the things that's really interesting a comment a colleague mentioned to me is is that when we do our training, we really like making salespeople smile because they're suddenly looking at this this bit of kit and going, "Oh, this is going to make my life easier." But it's not just salespeople, is it? It's you know people on the service desk, it's it's marketers, etc. So you know, just you know, HubSpot's such a powerful platform, but the software itself isn't enough. You know, you've got to have that training, that delivery, that understanding, and really get that engagement with the users so that they can really fly with it. Because when they do, that's where, you know, real success, long-term relationships are built. It's all about that. It's all about that sort of success. It's, it's a, I don't know, I'd like to, it, it's, it's something that you'd like to kind of build a machine around or kind of, a, you know, make it like, it, sometimes still when we're, we're, when we're kind of selling software, it's still a little bit like okay, let's just focus on getting them, getting them going, and then we kind of assume that they'll either hire people in house that know what they're doing, or train somebody up to the standard of a, a partner that's doing it in day in day out. You know, yeah. um, so it's it's an interesting one for sure. Um, so is there what I like to do at this stage as well is kind of talk about uh, any other case studies or anything that you think was an interesting project from a HubSpot point of view or something that you like doing. Um, there was one on the w- website, uh, a law tech firm called Juro. What was that one about? Is that uh, like a website redesign? So, so Juro was uh, basically uh, lead generation. So, so focus on lead generation. Um, they are a really nice business, actually. So they do contracts, uh, but they, uh, they've they built some software that allows you to, to manage contracts really effectively. Think Proposify, but for contracts. Okay. Um, so for those guys, it was helping them develop lead generation pages, just conversion rate optimization. And we've got a really nice process for what we call UX and conversion rate mapping. So you can start to look at the visitors and then start to do proper testing and, and, and you know, design of landing pages just to maximize those conversions. So yeah, really, not, really nice business to work with. And I think that, 
I don't know. Like, have you you've worked in a sales environment before? Have you? So you've been a sales person, right? Have you oh, ever, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever got a, a good lead? Isn't it the best thing that ever happened uh, to you? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it ticks all those boxes. You know, you go down the profile and go tick, tick, tick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know. And it's interesting. Just coming back to to what you mentioned earlier around um, sort of onboarding of HubSpot and 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 getting people delighted with it. Um, it it's amazing how many uh, new clients we pick up who onboarded HubSpot two years ago or three years ago, know it's a great tool, but they're not utilizing it. And they're coming into us to say, look, we've got this tool, we're paying for it. How do we make the most of it? So for us, that delighting at that point is uh, is a is a really good lead. You know, that kind of like, got HubSpot, want to make the most of it, or we want to use it for service. We've heard about Service Hub. We want to build our website on it, you know, now because it's so good. So they're, they're the nice leads that come in as well. It's, it's a really, like, you know, anyone in sales, they... I really feel that as well. If if you guys can help their salespeople get better leads, it's uh it, it can really be a game changer. Because I was talking to somebody earlier on today, and it was outside of a HubSpot context. It was one of my friends who has a, a really quite a successful business here in Ireland, um, and they were kind of building out their sales team a little bit more. Um, and they're like, "How many people can we really afford to have in this kind of layer of account executive?" And I was like, "Forget about it. like it's almost not. It's a it's a function of the top of funnel." So it's how many leads that you're getting versus how many salespeople. And that's the math that you should be trying to run. But I think sometimes people just pack out the sales org and then say, ah, they're not working out, but they have nothing to work with. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, agreed. So uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of companies out there. So hopefully uh, people like um, our companies like Carmen Digital and HubSpot can help those guys out. Um, but from uh, this is something that I've, I've stolen from uh, a guy in HubSpot. He's high up here and his name is G2. When he interviews people, he always says to them, you know, this is a great uh, opportunity for us to kind of understand what the market is telling us. But if you had a magic, magic wand, what would you do with HubSpot? Where do you think we should go with the platform? Where's the kind of missing bits that we could just put in there like a little brick on the wall um, to, to help people like you guys out, you know, when you're dealing with customers? Great question. So, so I th- I've got two answers to this. One is from a functional perspective, I think there's a little quick win. I say it's a quick win. It, it's development. It's never a, necessarily a quick win. But the ability just to react to a note or comment in HubSpot with a little thumbs up or a tick, you know, like you're using Slack or whatever, yeah. that would be add reactions to, to notes and comments and meetings would be fab rather than have to reply by comment. But in terms of sort of the broader picture, in terms of where you guys are going, I, I really like your roadmap because for me, HubSpot as a core CRM, but with open architecture in terms of API, you, you know, it connects to everything. So, so that idea of, and I'd, I'd just say, just continue on that path of not trying to take over every bit of a company's tech stack, but being very capable in those core areas and then allowing people to plug in to create that base is, is that 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 path is the one to go down and it's certainly uh, working for the customers that we work with. That's great. I think that I really like that idea of the reactions to different things because, you know, you do have to kind of at mention people and things. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. Why, why yeah. couldn't you just put a, a thumbs up, you yeah. know, to, to, so it's like on deals when someone's just, you know, mentioned something or had a yeah. call with the prospect, you can just recognize that you've, that you've read it with a little, with a little thumbs up. Yeah. Or you can even get creative, you know, thumbs up, rocket ships, uh, HubSpot sprocket something yeah, you know? yeah I, I like yeah, that idea that's yeah. really cool um so uh, for Karma digital what's the what's the future look like for you guys um you know five years from now are you guys total world domination you got to go niche what's the what's the plan so, so 
I think, yeah, I mean, we're growing, we're going more enterprise. So the offer is becoming more sophisticated. You know, we've just recruited a data analyst. So, you know, data is hugely important, particularly for, for larger clients that we work with. Um, we're also uh, creating a microservices offer that, that's all about HubSpot. And so where HubSpot might end, that we can build some microservices on top of that to connect in. Um, so that whole technical piece becomes really important. But for us, you know, change management, CRM deployment is, is core to everything. But, you know, equally, we love doing inbound marketing. We love doing lead generation. We love doing CMS sites. But, yeah, increasingly more sort of, I guess, as HubSpot goes up the food chain, I think we're going to we're gonna take that journey with them. I can't. That, it's going to be an interesting journey, and it's, uh, we're delighted to have you on board here, uh, John. So thanks very much for joining us on the DubSpot Partner Podcast. It's been an absolute delight to have a chat with you. Um, I think uh, Carmen Digital kind of really fit into uh, where we're going as a as a company in HubSpot. I think um, you know you guys seem really adaptable. You're you're winning impact awards. You know, it's all it's all. Uh, you know, it's all coming up, Carmen, which I like. So, listen, uh, I'll get this out to you when it's uh, edited. But until then, uh, thanks very much for joining us on the podcast. Thanks, Luke. All the best.